What is up, guys? We have another week of programming to go over today. This is going to be the first week of March. So that's going to start on February 27th, but end on March 4th. So we'll have five weeks of March this year with the programming just because of how February ends and what days they end, what days it ends on. So that means we have new themes. We also have brand new coaching notes. So you can see that here. We got cover pages for every single day. We have a cover page, a little bit more stylized cover page for the entire set of notes. So pretty cool changes, but all the informations and even the formatting of how we display the information is going to be about the same. As you can see, right, nothing much has changed here, just how it looks. So the month theme here, we have powerlifting as the electricity discipline, ventilation as the system, body weight as the virtuosity, hero as the fun, and then deadlift and running as your assessments. And then as we go through, you'll see some of the changes that we've made to the notes. But again, most of the actual changes, like the content, is exactly the same. So as you can see here, this page looks almost exactly the same. I think it's just a different font. So as we can see here, we got deadlifts starting off our progression on Monday, and that will continue throughout the weeks. So we also have pull-ups and back squats to fill out the rest of the week. We also have some running down here in the extra credit. This will be our first running session of the month, and that will continue for all five weeks. And then we have some body weight work mixed in throughout as the virtuosity, and then our first hero workout here on Saturday, this one is in partners. Usually the hero workouts are going to fall on a Saturday. I think we've talked about this before, but just because throwing it on a Thursday or Friday or even a Wednesday, that kind of throws the entire week off because of the volume and the nature of those workouts. So expect most of those to be on Saturday. I think we might have one on a Friday. I'd have to take a look, but most of the time the hero workouts will fall on a Saturday. But let's go ahead and hop into Monday. So again, this is going to be our cover page for each of the days. It's just a little more stylized. Let's go ahead and hop into Monday. So Monday, we do have the deadlifts to start and then also a pretty cool workout. Fairly similar to um, our upper lower endurance test, but then with a 100 meter shuttle, a little bit different, but same type of movements. But first, we will start with a warm up. So we got four rounds, 12 RDLs, and then 10 front leaning rest to down dogs. And then a Tabata alternating between bent hollow holds and extended child's pose so just working on a little bit of mobility in our spine in our back with the child's pose and then of course core engagement with the bent hollow holds that will lead us right into our deadlift so this is the first session for deadlifts this month and we will be assessing at the end of the month so we're starting pretty high with sets of 10 just building familiarity with the movement seeing where we're at wise weight wise at this rep range and we'll slowly drop our way into the smaller rep heavier sets as we go on so be fairly conservative here we're just building some familiarity working on the movement itself in these first couple weeks and then we'll start to pack on the weight in the last three weeks and that goes for all levels earlier levels of course a little more cautious making sure that their technique is very tight before moving up in weight next week and in this session as well and then we'll get into our workout here so the movement review and again you can see everything structured about the same right we still have movement review and prep on one side we still have our rehearsal on the other side so everything is about the same we still have all of the tables set up the same way so looking at this we are reviewing and practicing handstand push-ups first and then practicing inversion 
after that down dog pike handstand push-ups wall handstand and then freestanding handstands just working on getting upside down for all levels with different variations here and then we'll get into this breathe and burn workout the levels considerations are upper body push and deadlift the goal here is sub 10 minutes and the workout is break it off and we have four time 12 10 8 6 4 2 of handstand push-ups and then eight deadlifts at 225 155 and 100 meter shuttle after every set of handstand push-ups at purple we go to pike handstand push-ups at 12 10 8 6 4 2 with eight deadlifts at 185 and 135 and 100 meter shuttle at Blue, we have 12, 10, 8, 6, 4, 2 of pike handstand push-ups and 8 deadlifts at 165, 115 with a 100-meter shuttle to finish. At orange, we have 12, 10, 8, 6, 4, 2 of dumbbell press at 25 and 20 and 8 deadlifts at 95, 65 with a 100-meter shuttle. At yellow, we have 12, 10, 8, 6, 4, 2 dumbbell press at 20 and 15, 8 deadlifts at 65 and 45 and 100-meter shuttle. At white, we have 12, 10, 8, 6, 4, 2 of dumbbell press at 20 and 15 and eight kettlebell deadlifts at 26 and 18 with a hundred meter shuttle to finish. So that hundred meter shuttle can be done however you have space for it. So if you have space for 20 meters at a time, do that. 25 meters at a time, do that. Just whatever makes the most sense. As long as you're not doing five, 10 meters at a time, you should be fine. Even at that, it still won't add too much time to this workout. But obviously the shorter or the longer the distance is, the easier it's going to be, the quicker it's going to be because there's not as much turnaround. So just keep that in mind. You may be a little bit off of this just slightly if the the shuttle is a little more back and forth. But with this workout, other than the shuttle, we're really focused on the handstand push-up consistency, right? Not blowing ourselves up in the first two rounds just to get them done unbroken. So if you do need to break up the first two sets to maintain quality into the sets of eight, six, four, and two, definitely do that, right? You'll take 10 more seconds within the round, but you'll save yourself probably minutes on the back half if you don't, if you save yourself from some fatigue, right? So if we're able to maintain consistency, we're a little more conservative in these bigger rounds. You can push the pace a little more in these later rounds and finish fast. Deadlift should be unbroken and smooth. That should be no problem at that rep range with that weight. That is your upper lower endurance weight. It's pretty easy for that rep range, right? We're used to doing 21, 15, and 9. Eight reps will just be pretty smooth and consistent, just building off of our deadlifts from earlier. And then the shuttle, just consistent, constant movement. Set yourself up for the next set of handstand push-ups. So that is our first workout of the week. And then we have our first running session of the month. We have 600-meter run at goal pace, at your goal mile pace, resting 130. And then a 400-meter run at your goal mile pace, resting one minute and repeating. So at 600 and 400 meters, if you're running your goal mile pace, that should be pretty easy. You'll still be breathing a little bit, but if you can't hold your mile pace for 600 meters or 400 meters, you are going to have a very hard time building up to that goal pace for a mile. So keep that in mind. This is a good way to assess where you want to be for the assessment, right? So see what's a realistic goal and what's not. So if this goal pace is super easy to hold for the 600 meters, like it almost feels like a jog, then you can adjust your goal pace one way. If it feels super hard, you're barely making the 600 meters in that goal pace time, then adjust accordingly from there as well. So that is your Monday. And again, most of the formatting and everything in the coaching notes is going to feel exactly the same, just the formatting or the stylization of it is a little bit different, a little bit cleaner. But yeah, so that that is going to be how our coaching notes look. And again, another cover page for Tuesday. And then we're into Tuesday here. So Tuesday, we have a pretty long workout, seven rounds with some interesting movements and then some prehab accessory. 
But first, we have to warm up. We got eight minutes, 10 kettlebell deadlifts, 10 goblet squats, 10 kettlebell figure eights, and 10 kettlebell dead bugs. So a little kettlebell complex here. And then 30 seconds of lizard stretch on each side to finish each round. And that will get us right into the workout here. So we're going to start with a movement review, reviewing and practicing kettlebell front squats. We have single arm kettlebell front squats here. So mostly just positioning of the kettlebell in that front rack position. So making sure everyone has it in the right spot. It's not too high on the shoulder. It's not hanging too low in front of them. Getting that proper position with the kettlebell makes a big difference, especially in this workout with how many rounds we're doing. So keep that in mind and really focus on that. After that, front squat and squat technique are exactly the same as they would be with a barbell, dumbbell for a goblet squat, right? All that technique stays the same. It's just positioning the kettlebell that's a little tricky. And then we'll get into this breathe and burn workout here. Levels considerations are squat endurance and neurological and core. And the goal here is sub 25. And we have men magnetic interference. And it's four times, seven rounds of 12 single arm kettlebell front squats at 53 and 35. Eight box stepovers at 24 and 20. Ten anchored plate sit-ups at 35 and 25. And eight or six cal bike. At purple, we go seven rounds. Ten single arm kettlebell front squats at 53, 35. Eight box stepovers. 10 anchored plate sit-ups at 35 and 25 and eight or six cal bike at blue. It's seven rounds, 12 single arm kettlebell front squats at 35 and 26, eight box stepovers, 10 anchored plate sit-ups at 25 and 15 and eight or six cal bike. At orange, we have seven rounds, 10 single arm kettlebell front squats at 26 and 18, eight box stepovers at 20 and 16, 10 anchored plate sit-ups at 15 and 10, and then eight or six cal bike. At yellow, we have seven rounds, 10 goblet squats at 26 and 18, Eight box stepovers at 16 and 12, 10 anchored sit-ups, no weight on that, and then six or four cal bike. At white, we have six rounds. We just drop a round off to help them finish within the time period and limit volume as well. So we have six rounds, eight air squats to a box, eight plate stepovers, eight anchored sit-ups, and then six or four cal bike. So because we are doing quite a few rounds here, seven rounds is not a small amount of rounds. We do want to make sure we're pacing early on and keeping it nice and smooth. Whatever pace you set in that first round, you want to be able to hold for all rounds after that. Particularly as we're moving through the squat and the stepovers, they should be fairly smooth and consistent right from the front squats into the stepovers and then getting set up into the anchored plate sit-ups. That's going to be the clunkiest part, right? The setting up, setting yourself up in the anchored plate sit-up. But take your time. Don't rush into set yourself up. Just get set up very smooth. And then same thing, hop on the bike, deliberate, consistent pace, but set yourself up to start that next round right away, stay, sticking with unbroken sets of single arm kettlebell front squats. So you can alternate sides each round if you want to, and then finish that seven round with six and six on each side, or you can just do six and six throughout. It doesn't make too big of a difference if you take like a couple seconds to switch arms, but it's, it's up to you. That's all personal preference and flow of the workout, how you want that workout to feel. And then after that, we have some prehab accessory here. We got four rounds for quality, 10 seated external shoulder rotations each side, 10 clamshells each side, and five Peterson step-ups. So this is going to be the same for everyone since these are pretty fundamental uh, prehab movements. We don't need to get fancy with brown or we don't need to drop it down too much for white. So these are going to stay the same for all levels. And then extra credit here, some breathe and mobilize. We got four-minute jogger row, three-minute glute smash and floss on each side, three-minute pigeon on each side for two rounds or whatever you have time for. So again, all the formatting should be pretty familiar to you so far. And then we'll get into Wednesday here. So Wednesday, we have some pull-ups and then a 15-minute AMRAP with some pull-ups, bear crawls, and kettlebell swings. 
But first, we will start with a warm-up. we got four minutes, 10 scat pull-ups, and 20 calf raises into four minutes of 10 ring rows and 15 air squats before we get into our pull-up session here. We're going to start with upper body pull review for each of these levels and variations. Of course, the biggest thing is just going to be making sure that our movement pattern with the elbow driving down, arcing towards the hip is always the same, whether we're doing standing pull-ups, negative, strict pull-ups, or weighted pull-ups. That elbow drive down to the hip is exactly the same so that we're activating the lat activating the upper back properly, using those big muscles to move our body weight and not the biceps, not putting too much stress on the traps or neck as well. So for these later levels here, purple and brown, they can push the weight a little bit with the weighted pull-ups as long as they're not kipping and they're maintaining that smooth movement pattern. And then same thing for blue, as many reps as they can hit within the three to five rep range on the strict pull-ups while still maintaining that smooth movement pattern. And then we have pronated negatives and standing pull-ups for yellow and white. And again, movement pattern should be exactly the same for all levels. If we're taking a video of from the waist up, all levels should look almost exactly the same, right? Weighted pull-ups, strict pull-ups, negatives, standing pull-ups, everything should look the same as far as movement pattern and bending of shoulders and elbows. And then after that, we'll get into our prep for the workout. We're going to review and practice chest bar pull-ups before we get into this workout. And if you have some extra time just reviewing bear crawls, making sure everyone doesn't look too crazy doing their bear crawls, they're actually down on all fours. We have some people who like half go down and like half scamper with their feet, with their arms off the ground. So just make sure they're actually doing a bear crawl with the weight on their hands. I know that seems silly, but bear crawls aren't something we do all the time. So just taking a little extra time to review those will make a little bit of a difference here. And then we'll get into our breathe and burn workout here. Levels considerations are upper body pull and kettlebell. The goal here is six plus rounds and the workout is bread maker. And we have 15 minutes of eight chest of our pull-ups, 25 foot bear crawl, 20 Russian kettlebell swings, and a 25 foot bear crawl to finish. At purple, we have eight pull-ups, 25 foot bear crawl, 20 Russian kettlebell swings at 53 and 35, and another bear crawl to finish. At blue, we have eight jumping chest of our pull-ups, a bear crawl at 25 feet, 16 Russian kettlebell swings at 53 and 35, and another bear crawl for 25 feet. At orange, eight jumping pull-ups, 25 foot bear crawl, 20 Russian kettlebell swings at 35 and 26, and a 25 foot bear crawl. At yellow, we have six jumping pull-ups and a 15 foot bear crawl. 12 Russian kettlebell swings at 26 and 18 and another 15 foot bear crawl at white. We take out one of the bear crawls. So it's just six jumping pull-ups into 10 Russian kettlebell swings at 18 and 12, and then finishing with that 15 foot bear crawl. So this should be unbroken and quick throughout. So quick chest of our pull-ups right into your bear crawl, keeping it moving 20 unbroken kettlebell swings, keeping it moving on the bear crawl. You don't necessarily need to sprint on that bear crawl, but definitely deliberate movement there so we're not taking up too much time and we're still able to hop back up and get right back into our chest of our pull-ups or right into our kettlebell swings so smooth deliberate pace throughout making sure that we're not taking a break here but we're on the bear crawls but we're also not sprinting those those can they're just they're meant to be more of a breakup between these two movements keep it a little more aerobic a little more breathy but if you do go too slow. They will just be a time suck. You will not hit the six rounds. If I can't imagine you'll go too fast, but if you do go too fast, it will just hinder some of the movement on the pull-ups and the kettlebell swing. So pacing this accordingly, making sure that we are taking this movement seriously. We're pacing it just like we do the rest of the workout. 
so that it doesn't affect it too much, right? We want the bear crawl to just blend into this workout and not affect the other movements too much. And after that, we have some breathe and mobilize. We got four minute jog or bike, three minute calf smash on each side, three minute classic calf stretch on each side, times two or whatever you have time for. So that is Wednesday. Let's go ahead and get into Thursday here. So Thursday, we have a very breathy interval workout with some arm accessory to finish. But first, we will start with a warm-up. We got 200-meter run, then three rounds of eight bodybuilders, 10 ankle circles, and 10 leg swings each side each way, and then 200-meter run to finish after those three rounds. And then we'll get into our workout prep. The movement review will be focused on rowing, so arms only pull, legs only pull, and then full pulls into a 250-meter row with tight technique. And then we'll get into this heavy breathing workout. Levels considerations are row and API, and the goal here is sub-20. And the workout is printing press, and we have four total time, 500-meter row, 15 bodybuilder box jump overs at 24 and 20, resting one minute for four sets. At purple, we have exactly the same thing, 500-meter row, 15 bodybuilder box jump overs, resting one minute times four. At blue, we have 500-meter row, 12 bodybuilder box jump overs at 24 and 20, resting one minute times four. At orange, we have... 500 meter row, 12 bodybuilder box jump overs at 20 and 16, resting one minute times four. At yellow, we have 350 meter row, 12 bodybuilder box step overs at 16 and 12, resting one minute times four. At white, we have 200 meter row, and then we split the bodybuilders in the step up. So it's a 200 meter row into eight bodybuilders to a box, and then 10 plate step ups, resting one minute times four. So anytime we have intervals like this, particularly with a row, we want to make sure that our pacing stays very consistent and tight. So starting that row, not at a PR pace, right? If we're running, if we're hitting a PR pace on this row, you're going to have a very sad time going into the bodybuilders and you will have a very sad time coming back around to the row. So we want to be at about 85% of our max row, 80, 85% effort on that row. And then carrying that into the bodybuilder box jump overs that should be sustainable, even dropping it down a little bit early on, like 75% effort on the row. Um, and then carrying that into the bodybuilder box jump overs, and you can always increase the pace from there. But we don't want to have a drop-off as we go, right? We don't want to take a minute extra on every single round. Ideally, we're within 20 seconds of that first round for all of the remaining rounds. So pace accordingly there. Make sure we are breathing. This is going to be all breathing. So getting into a consistent rhythm with your breathing, movement should follow that rhythm, and you will be just fine. But big thing, make sure that we are pacing that row early on. We don't get too excited in that first or second round, and we don't want to try to sprint that right off the top. And then after that, we do have some accessory to finish off the day. We got four sets, 12 hammer curls, and 20 banded tricep extensions. That's going to be the same for everyone. There's really no need to scale. The only thing that will be different is the hammer curl weight and the band tension for these upper or higher levels, rather, or later levels, rather. So... Keep that in mind, all levels are doing the same thing, but the weight and the nature of the contraction will be different uh, for these later levels than they will be for the earlier levels. And then after that, oops, arms are supposed to be up there. We have glute accessory to finish. This should be arms up here. Glute accessory to finish. We got four sets, 10 hip thrusts, 20 second glute bridge hold, resting as needed again for four sets. That weight should be a moderate to heavy weight, making sure we get full hip extension, squeezing those glutes and just filling in those gaps making sure everyone is a very well-rounded athlete, both aesthetically and 
uh, performance-wise. So that is your Thursday. Let's go ahead and slide into Friday here. So Friday we have our back squats and then a 12-minute AMRAP with some power planes, front squats, and double-unders. This day our testing gyms did do the open in every single class. So that's the nature of this time of year. We will have some workouts that don't have any goals, but that's okay. Especially for a 12-minute AMRAP, we have a controlled time period, so not too much to worry about there. But we will talk about some potential scores here when we get down there. But anyway, first we will, of course, start with a warm-up. We got two rounds of some joint circles. We got 10 neck circles, 10 arm circles, 10 elbow circles, 10 hip circles, and 10 knee circles into a 30-second four-way wrist stretch and a 30-second plank. Again, for two rounds before we get into our back squats, we will review our back squats, and then we have 15 minutes to build to a heavy three back squats for purple and brown, and then we're accumulating sets of five for every other level, blue, orange, yellow, and white. So, of course, first and foremost, make sure everyone's technique is super tight before we start adding any weight, so slowly warming up and building up into these working sets, particularly for these later levels, purple and brown, not rushing to get heavy weight on the bar, but taking your time, building some volume in those early rounds until you feel ready, your body feels good to get into some heavier sets. For the earlier levels, just working on consistent movement pattern, not worried about weight at all, just consistent technique, hitting depth, making sure we're standing up all the way, making sure we're maintaining that throughout the entire set. And then we'll get into our workout prep here. Of course, the movement review will be clean progressions because we have power cleans and hang power cleans in the workout. And then we'll build to our workout weight. Not too heavy, but just getting a few reps in before we start the workout. And then we'll get into this breathe and burn workout levels. Considerations will be weightlifting and neurological and core. Just neuro on this for the double unders. And the workout is air fryer. And we have 12 minutes of nine power cleans, six front squats, and 30 double unders at 115.85 on that weight for brown. at purple reps are exactly the same but weights at 95 and 65 at blue we have nine power cleans at 75 55 six front squats and 20 double unders or 60 single unders at orange we have nine hang power cleans at 65 45 six front squats and 30 single unders at yellow we have nine russian kettlebell swings at 26 and 18 six goblet squats and 20 single unders at white we have nine russian kettlebell swings six air squats and 15 plate step ups so because of the lighter or the lighter weight and the lower reps here, it's going to be definitely a breathe and burn combo, mostly on the breathy side with those double unders and power cleans, a little bit of burn with the front squats and the power cleans, a tiny bit, but keeping that in mind early. So if you do come out too hot, that heart rate will spike, that breathing will be super high and it'll be hard to maintain. So ease your way into this smooth and consistent power cleans. I would do a set of eight, rest a second, then use that last rep to get into your front squats, keeping those unbroken. If you do feel super confident and this weight is very light for you at any of these levels, then go right from the power cleans into the front squats, straight through unbroken for all 15 reps. But again, for 12 minutes, doesn't seem like a long time, but maintaining those unbroken sets for 12 minutes will be very difficult. So only start that way if you know you can do that indefinitely. If you don't think you can do that indefinitely, stop at eight, get a quick rest, and that way, you're not holding that tension for all 15 reps. Double enders should stay unbroken. If you do break, obviously get right back into it so you can get back to the barbell. But pacing early on is going to be very important with these short rounds. So take your time in the first few minutes and then adjust from there.
Extra credit, we have some core to finish off our day here. We got 12 kettlebell side bends on the right side, then 20 second plank rotations, resting one minute, and then doing the same thing on the other side for three rounds or whatever you have time for. And that will do it for Friday, and that'll lead us into our <clears throat> final day of the week and our first hero workout of the month with Bert. But first, we will warm up. We got three rounds, six wall slides, 10 scat push-ups, 16 reverse lunges, 20 calf raises, and a 30-second couch stretch on each side. And then we'll get into our prep and movement review. Since we do have a longer workout, we're just going to quickly review all of the movements and make sure everyone's comfortable and knows exactly what they need to do before we get into this breathe and burn workout. Levels considerations for this are API, upper body push, and squat endurance. The goal here is to finish, and the workout is Burton. We have four time in partners with a 40-minute cap of 50 burpees, 400-meter run, 100 push-ups, 400-meter run, 150 walking lunges, a 400-meter run, 200 air squats, a 400-meter run, 150 walking lunges, a 400-meter run, 100 push-ups, 400-meter run, and 50 burpees. As we drop down to purple, workout is going to stay exactly the same, partially because there's no reason to break or change any of this, but also it allows for purple and brown athletes to partner up since there will be fewer of those athletes in your gym. And because it is a hero workout, we're not going to scale just to scale. If we know Purple can do the workout at RX for the hero workout, then we'd rather them do that than, again, just scaling just to make a difference. At blue, we have 50 burpees, 400-meter run, 80 push-ups, 400-meter run, 120 walking lunges here without a gap, a 400-meter run, 150 air squats, a 400-meter run, 120 walking lunges, 400-meter run, 80 push-ups, 400-meter run, and 50 burpees. At orange, we have 50 bodybuilders, 400-meter run, 80 box push-ups, 400-meter run, 100 walking lunges, 400-meter run, 120 air squats, 400-meter run, 100 walking lunges, a 400-meter run, 80 box push-ups, 400-meter run, and 50 bodybuilders to finish. At yellow, it's 40 bodybuilders and a 200-meter run, so dropping this run in half once we get down to yellow. 60 box push-ups, a 200-meter run, 80 walking lunges, 200-meter run, 100 air squats, 200-meter run, 80 walking lunges, 200-meter run, 60 box push-ups, 200-meter run, and 40 bodybuilders. At white, we have 20 bodybuilders, 100-meter run, 30 box push-ups, 100-meter run, 40 box step-ups into a 200-meter run, 60 air squats to a box, 200-meter run, 40 box step-ups, 100-meter run, 30 box push-ups, 100-meter run, and 20 bodybuilders. Of course, bodybuilders and air squats can be done to a box for this level as needed. And if you're just listening to the podcast, that was probably hard to follow, so make sure you're taking a look at the notes while you're listening because that is a mouthful. There's a lot of movements, a lot of running in between movements. But for this workout, because it is in partners, we do want to break these up into small, quick sets. So sets of 10 on the burpees, probably the best move, or even sets of five, just keep things moving. And then we're running together at a smooth, consistent pace, letting the slower runner of the pair dictate the pace. That way we don't burn them out too early. And then usually the person that runs not as well is usually a little better at something else. Making sure that we are strategizing before the workout so you guys know who's good at what and how you want to break things up. And then same thing for the push-ups, just like the burpees, quick sets of five. That way we don't have a ton of tension on those push-ups, right? If you do larger sets, you're more likely to burn out quicker. So both of you should be on the ground, five at a time, rest, quick rest, quick movement, and then same pace on the run. Walking lunges, you can bump that up to 10 to 20 reps at a time because of the nature of the movement, right? 
little bit of momentum. So keep it moving on those. Again, if you feel the fatigue build up, break it up into smaller sets. That way you're able to maintain on the run and then into the air squats, same thing. And then on the back half, just following our same exact strategy from the first half and keeping it moving. Once we get to that final set of burpees, then you can kick it up a little bit. Those sets of five should be a little bit quicker, little sense of urgency to finish fast. But just like most hero workouts, this is going to be a grind. So start off smooth and steady and just try to maintain a consistent, constant pace with deliberate movement. That way you can finish an under the 40 minute time cap. Because it is a Saturday, if you guys are running one or two classes that may be a little bit longer, you can take the cap off of this and let them go until they finish. That's totally fine, especially since we don't need any equipment, right? So if you do have people overflowing into the next class, they may already be outside or they can just go off to the side without any equipment. Not too big of a deal, but the cap is there just in case you're running back-to-back classes. We don't want to have too much run-in into the next classes, obviously. And then extra credit is just a little bit of mobility. We got three sets, five Jefferson curls, and 15 banded straddle good mornings. So just finishing off the week feeling as good as we can. So that will finish off the first week of March with these brand new coaching notes if you guys see anything formatting wise that doesn't make sense or some readability issues with the new notes, please let us know. We're still refining this for you guys. And obviously we want it to be as easy for you to use as it is for us to create, but let us know what you think. If there's anything you think we should change, you can go ahead and put it in the survey and we do go over that every single week. So that will be addressed as soon as we get to the survey. And I think that is it. If you haven't checked out the March month overview, that is in your email. And that is also posted in the group. If you want to be a part of our survey group to get a little more detailed survey and also be included in some of our insider Legion programmer meetings or Legion programming meetings, rather, we are going to do those quarterly. I believe we haven't really set an exact frequency for this year, but we are going to cycle through that group here pretty soon so that we have some new faces coming up in the next few months. Again, if you have any questions about that, please let me know. Any questions about the notes, you can DM me, let me know. Any suggestions, put it in the survey. And otherwise, I will talk to you next week.